It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Well, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. This is Sister Arnetta of Personal Touch International Ministries Bible Study. You can find out more about us by logging on to our website at personaltouchinternationalministries.org where our pastor is Pastor Apostle Tracy Robinson. Again, this is our Wednesday, every Wednesday, 8 o'clock. We, we come before you and this is our Bible study. You can find out more about us by logging on to our website at personaltouchinternationalministries.org. And again, our pastor is Apostle Tracy Robinson. And again, we thank God for those of you who will be listening or joining at a later time. But we thank God for what he's doing and what he's doing for us to stay. And we just thank God for his word, for his spirit, and his blood. We thank God for another opportunity to be able to come before him and be able to share his word and to receive and to learn as well. And tonight we're going to be talking about, the topic is, knowing who Jesus is is foundational. And our subtopic is getting to know Jesus. Again, our topic is, knowing who Jesus is is foundational. And our subtopic is getting to know Jesus. So when we talk about foundational, you know, let's start from there. When we talk about getting to know, knowing who Jesus is, is foundational, we're talking about that's the basis. That's, that's the basis for everything else. Because if we don't really have a good understanding of who Jesus is, we won't be, we'll be wavering. We won't be um, strong in our faith. We won't know what um, we, we need to, I wanted to do something here. We won't know what we need to know. So again, Knowing who Jesus is is foundational. Knowing who Jesus is in our lives is foundational. Amen. And we have a couple of scriptures that we're going to go over. One moment here. I'm here, saints. I'm just looking at something real quick here. Okay. Our scripture for tonight, the first one we'll start off with, is John 10, 1 and 4. Again, John 10, 1 and 4. And it says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. But he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calleth his own sheep by name, and leadeth them out. And when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. Again, John ten one and 4, is verily, verily, I say unto you, 
he that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. So again, when we talk about getting to know who Jesus is, we have to come through Jesus Christ. We have to come through the door. Amen? Jesus Christ is that door. Because if we try to go any other way, then we're, we're, we're illegal. We're a thief and a robber. And a thief is somebody who secretly tries to take something away, steal property. Where a robber will take something by threat. But either way, we can't go, go around Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the door. That's the only way that we can get come in through, is through Jesus Christ. The, that door, when we talk about being Jesus Christ, we're told in John chapter 10 that the only way to the Father is by Christ. It distinctly says, he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. It is he, Jesus Christ, that allows us access to the Father, the one who intercedes on our behalf. And he that searches the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. You know, we live in a time now where we hear a lot of different, a lot of different religions, a lot of different thought processes, a lot of different, you know, good ideas. And that's what a lot of, that's what they are, all good ideas. Because when you think about all of the good ideas and the, the good thoughts and things that come from other religions, if there's any good in it, you can trace it back to Jesus Christ. You can trace it back to the Word of God. So Jesus Christ is the author and the finisher of our faith, the author and the finisher of all things. So again, getting to know who Jesus is is foundational to our faith. There's only one way. There's only way to only one way to the Father, and that's through Jesus Christ. There's only one way. The presence of Christ Jesus refuses God because in him the Father was well pleased. Therefore, when God sees him, he sees grace and mercy. When God looks at Jesus Christ, he sees grace and mercy. When he looks at us, those of us who are believers, who have accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, he sees grace and mercy in us as well. Because remember, when Adam and Eve sinned, on the, I mean, sinned we, that was it for us until Jesus Christ came and died on the cross. Up until then, we didn't have a chance. We didn't have a hope, you know, but Jesus Christ brought us hope. He kind of reconciled us back to, to, to the Father. Through Jesus Christ's death and us believing on him, we are now reconciled back to the Father. So when he looks at us, he doesn't see sin. He doesn't see condemnation. He sees grace and mercy. This grace and mercy through confession and repentance allows us to have fellowship with God the Father, and through fellowship we are being transformed into the image of his Son. So again, through confession and repentance, this is what allows us to have fellowship with God the Father. Confessing the fact that we are sinners, confessing the fact that we we don't have it all together, and repenting of our sins, you know, and relying on and recognizing Jesus Christ as Lord is what is opening the door for us. That allows us to have fellowship with God the Father. Many times people may want to have fellowship with God, or they try to have fellowship with God, but they want to do it their own way. They want to believe the way they want to believe. They want to still have active sin in their life, and you know they still they want to believe some of the scriptures and not all the scriptures, you know, or um, do some and not all. You know, they, they, they're trying to be a thief and a robber. They're trying to sneak in. They're trying to get to God on their own terms. But the only way to get to God is through Jesus Christ. 
It's not about being quote-unquote perfect or having everything all together. People will say, well, I would come to Jesus, but, I, you know, I got this in my life. I would come to Jesus, but I, I, I want to get this together. No, 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 you can never get it together. You, me, none of us can get it together. It's the Jesus, but when we confess our sins and come to Jesus Christ, it's the blood of Jesus Christ, it's the grace and mercy that the Lord sees. Because all of us, we deserve death. All of us, we deserve to be separated from the cross. But because of Jesus Christ and our our repentance and our confession, we find grace and mercy. Grace and mercy is not about being perfect. It's not about having it all together because we never could. But grace and mercy is what covers us when we confess um, um, Lord, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Let me read the scripture. Wherefore thou art mo- art no more a servant but a son, and if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. And that's Galatians 4 and 7. Again, let me read this again. Wherefore thou art no more a servant but a son, and if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. Galatians 4 and 7. And that's what we have to begin to see ourselves. Once we begin, once we confess our faults, once we repent, and we begin that fellowship with Jesus Christ, then he sees us as an heir. And as we go on, we're going to talk about what that means. Because as an heir, you know, we there are certain benefits, but there are certain, they're all benefits. But sometimes it may not seem like a benefit. For example, chastening may not seem like a benefit, but it is part of the package. Um, sometimes um, the Lord may require us to do things that we may not want to do, and that may not seem like a benefit, but it is a benefit because the Lord is conforming us into his image. He's conforming us into where we need to be. He's making us an heir with him. Matthew sixteen thirteen and 20, and I'll read this. It says, When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And they said, Some say thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He says unto them, But who say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt bound on earth shall be in heaven, shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Then charged he his disciples, that they should not tell that they should tell no man that he was Jesus the Christ. So again, Jesus asked his disciples a question. And they had different um you know, everybody came up with different ideas. Some say you're John the Baptist, some you said you're Elias. But Peter had a revelation. Simon Peter had a revelation. And he said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the Living God. And once he got that revelation, the Lord imparted into him some things, and that's what's going to happen. Once we get a revelation of who Jesus Christ is, and God the Father will impart things into us, he'll impart more grace, more knowledge, more uh, uh, more revelation. 
He'll impart the Holy Spirit. He'll impart more a deeper relationship once we get that relation, that revelation of who Jesus is. Now, Elohim, Jehovah, El Shaddai, Father, are all characteristics that people use to describe the one true God, Jesus Christ. Depending on what stage and on what is happening in your life, you may find yourselves at times gravitating to one characteristic of God more than other. For example, there may be times in your life in which you may need a healing. So you may see him as Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals. There may be times in your life in which you may need a father. So you may identify with him as Abba Father. You'll cry out to him as Abba, which means father. But the good news is that whatever you need from God, he is big enough and wide enough to supply your need. So when you talk about knowing who Jesus is, knowing who, who he is, the first step, is coming to Jesus Christ, first recognizing that you're a sinner, recognizing that you have things in your life that needs to change, that's number one, and confessing your faults, coming to Jesus Christ, and beginning to develop that relationship with him, allowing the Holy Spirit and the Father to begin to deal with you. But as you walk through this life, there's going to be more revelation of who Jesus is in your life. Because when we talk about God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. We know that they're three separate, distinct, but they're all one. When we talk about Elohim, people talk about Jehovah, El Shaddai, all of those names, those characteristics, we're talking about the one true God. As I said, there are going to be times in your life when you're going to gravitate towards one thing more than another, and that's okay. Because when you, there are going to be times when you're going to be lonely, and then that's when you're going to know God as someone who who can cover you, someone who can be a friend to you. There are going to be times when you're going to be down and out, and that's when you're going to look up and say, this is the God who brought me out. There are going to be times when you're going to feel like, uh, you know, all your friends have turned against you, and that's when you're going to know him as God, the Father. You're going to see him as a friend who sits closer than a brother. There are going to be times you may find yourself in a car accident, and then you're going to see him as a God who delivered you. So, again, it's all about developing a relationship with Jesus Christ. The more you walk with him, the more you get to know him, the more you read your word, the deeper you go in him, and the more you grow, not just in um, your relationship with Jesus Christ, but the more you know about him in you, you're going to see another part of him. He's going to reveal himself to you over and over again. When you first start out, he will reveal himself to you as Jesus Christ, the Savior, right? Because that's what you need. At that time, you need a Savior. As you walk with him, he'll reveal another aspect of himself. Because each time he reveals himself to you, okay, and, and just like he did with Peter, he's going to like impart to you. You're going to get more understanding. Your understanding will open up more. You know, if you don't know, you know, you want to have a deeper relationship with God, pray and ask him, God, be to me, be the God who opens up my eyes. Be a God to me that opens up my relationship, that where I can see more of you. So, again, having that foundation that underlying basis is critical. That's the first step. Our underlying basis is not a self-help book. It's not a good feeling book. Our underlying basis is not um, Muhammad. It's not um, Harry Krishna or any of those types of things. Our underlying basis, our foundation, is Jesus Christ because it's in Him where all things, where we live, we move, we have our being. It's in Him in which we consist. So, as I was saying. When you need to be comforted, he will be the God of comfort. And when you need someone to understand you, 
it will be the God that understands. Each stage, and I'm going to say this again, each stage and situation in your life will reveal another aspect of God and his personality and what that means in your life. Now, it's one thing for someone to tell you that he's a savior, but until he becomes a savior to you, you will never really know. You know, it's one thing for people to tell you that God is a healer, but you get another revelation of him when you actually need a healing. It's one thing to say that God will be, you know, a, a husband, a wife, or he'll be a friend. It's another thing when you really need that part of him, when you need to see him as that. But, again, know that he will be there. He'll reveal himself to you in whatever form he needs to reveal himself so that you can have that deeper relationship with him. Each stage, again, in your situation will reveal another aspect of God. And the whole idea is to bring you closer to him, to draw, draw you closer to him. Like I said, when you first get saved, you will get to know him first as Jesus the Savior, the incarnated one, God manifested in the flesh. But as you develop in your prayer life and walk with him, your relationship should, will deepen and mature. You will understand that Jesus Christ and the Father are one and that he does nothing that doesn't please the Father. You will learn obedience to the Father as you learn that Jesus Christ was obedient to the so obedient to the Father that he submitted to Christ and to death. Many people have this song where they say, I want to be like Jesus. And he, he wants us to be like him. But keep in mind that as you walk with him, we are going to have to submit to our own personal cross, you know, even unto death. And that's not necessarily a, a, a physical death, a literal death, but a death of our own ideas, a death of, you know, I feel like I should say this, and the Lord is telling me not to say anything. That's a death to how I want to do things. So we're going to have our own, um, not literal, but our own spiritual death, if you will, okay? Because the whole idea, the Lord is trying to get rid of this flesh. So, again, like I said, as you walk with him, your relationship will deepen. You begin to understand that he and the Father are one because once you understand that, then you'll see he wants us to be one with him. You know, you'll see that Jesus Christ did nothing unless he consulted the Father. So, again, that's something we're going to have to learn to do. We're going to have to learn not to do anything, to make a move without consulting the Father, without trusting and relying on him. We'll learn obedience, just like he had to learn obedience. We'll learn obedience. So these are things that as we walk with Jesus Christ, our foundation, that we'll get to know him. As we go through various pruning stages in our life, we will learn that pruning is necessary as the Father desires for you and me to bring forth more fruit. Jesus wants you to get to know him, the Father, and God. And the only way we can do that is having that relationship with Jesus Christ. You know, uh, and a relationship is something, you know, you, you don't spend a little bit of time. If you really want to get to know someone, you have to spend time with them. That's just like with Jesus Christ. If you really want to get to know him, the Father, you have to spend time with him, okay? It's more than just a Sunday. It's more than just um, a Saturday or a Bible study. You have to spend time with him in the Word, and you have to spend time with him in prayer. I'm going to read a couple of scriptures here. First John 1 and 3, and it says, that which we have seen and heard, declare we unto you, to you, 
that ye also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. As we get to know Him, you will get to know more about ourselves and the plan He has for your life. We'll understand that we were designed to be an heir and a son of God, not a slave to Satan in our flesh. As long as we don't have Jesus Christ as the foundation, then we're nothing more than slaves. We're slaves to Satan. We're slaves to our flesh. If our flesh tells us to keep talking, we're going to keep talking. If our flesh tells us to talk about somebody, we're going to talk about somebody. If our flesh tells us to lie, cheat, to cheat on our wives or husbands or whatever, that is what we're going to do. But as we die to the flesh and we'll get to know Jesus, Jesus said in his word, how can you love me if you don't keep my commandments? You can't say, Lord, I love you, and you're not keeping his commandments. If you you saying you love him, that there's something wrong there, that there's a blockage there, that the foundation is not strong because you, you, me, then we're a liar, that something is wrong with us. Now, again, it's one thing to, to, to um, habitual sin or to make excuses for your sin. It's another thing to say, Lord, I know I have this situation in my life and I want to get it right. He'll work with you. He'll help for you. His Holy Spirit will continue to deal with you. But it's another thing to get to the point where you think that, you know, you're getting over on the Lord or you think you can do what you want to do. You think that, you know, you can say you love the Lord and then continue to sin. Yet now you're nothing more than trying to be a thief and a robber. Because, see, here's the thing with the Father. Because he loves us so much, he's not really in a hurry to do things. It takes him a while, and because it takes him a while sometimes for us to see the the, uh, the consequences of our sin, we think we've gotten away. But we have to know that we haven't gotten away. It's the Lord's mercies that we're not consumed, because he desires for us to be drawn to him. He desires for us to be to repent and to come to him. So he gives us that, that time, because it's not his will that for any of us to be lost. You know, it's his will for all of us to be saved, even though he knows that's not going to be the case. So, again, we have to come to Jesus Christ the way he told us to come. Romans eight thirteen seventeen, For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption, by whom we cried, Abba, which is Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God, and of children then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. If indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. And that's one of the goals. The goals is for us to be more like Jesus so that we can go out and win souls. But again, our foundation has to be Jesus Christ. Our foundation has to be the word. Our foundation has to be the prayer, pray, praying. Our foundation has to be um, having a, that relationship with Jesus Christ. Because if not, we will not last. Our, our foundation will be weak. Our foundation will not be solid, okay, if we don't have a strong um foundation when you talk about getting to know Jesus. So getting to know Jesus, first step is knowing Jesus as a savior. That's the first step, right? 
knowing him as a Savior. And then the second step is knowing him as the Holy Spirit, where you, we have a spirit that abides with us, that leads and guides us into all truth. And we yield to the Spirit of God. As the Spirit of God tells us and prompts us to do certain things or not to do certain things, we, we yield. The more we get into the habit of yielding to the Holy Spirit, the easier it will become and the more sensitive we will become to yielding to the Holy Spirit. You know, you think about sometimes we get that feeling, that unction to pray, and then we don't pray. Or, or But when we do pray, you know, you start, the Holy Spirit will continue to keep unctioning you and unctioning you until you feel like, okay, I know I need to pray. And that's the Holy Spirit is a teacher. He's a guide. He will lead us and guide us into all truth. He will help us develop our relationship with Jesus Christ. This is not, not as hard as we make it out to be. All we have to do is yield to, to Jesus Christ. And if we find any area where we have a problem yielding, we just need to put that on the altar. We need to bring that to Jesus Christ. We need to be honest. All of this is about a relationship. When you have a relationship with your spouse, you share certain secrets with them. Well, most of the time you share certain secrets with them. Or if it's somebody that you really love, well, you can share your secrets with Jesus Christ because he already knows. Because when you share your secrets, the things that you're struggling with, it's not about him, it's about you. Because when you don't want to share me, you, we don't want to share our secrets, our 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 um, our mistakes, our mishaps, those bad thoughts that go through our mind that we all have, then we're actually operating in pride. Pride keeps us so focused on us, keeps us so focused that we're afraid to make a mistake, that we're afraid to say what's really going on with us, we're afraid to really come to Jesus. That's nothing but pride. But when we can lose that pride and really begin to come to Jesus Christ and get serious about who who he is and what he desires to do in us, then our relationship will deepen. But as long as we just play games and go in and out and uh, one day we say, one day we're not, and, you know, just doing types of stuff, we're really just playing games. We're not going to be where God would have us to be especially as we move into 2018. I think I said it before, as we move into 2018, we really need to begin to um, buckle down and begin to things that are in the flesh. We need to be determined to leave it in 2017. We need to be t- de- determined, right, to to move forward in 2017, I mean 2018. We need to be determined. God, I want to have a relationship with you like I've never had before. I want to get to know you like I've never had before. What sense does it make to go halfway and not go all the way? Because if you don't go all the way, we're not getting the full benefits. We're not. We're only getting a part of the benefits, and that's just like a waste of time. So the thing is, we want to go all the way with Jesus Christ so we can get all of the benefits. Because, again, the older we get, we're not going to have the same strength that we have now. We're not going to have the same um, time, the same, um, you know, energy. So you want to do what you can do now for Jesus Christ as we get to know him. You know, when we're talking about praying and fasting, long time ago, um, we used to, you know, I mean, not necessarily as a church-wise, but as individual, we used to really pray. We used to really begin to say, God, create in me a clean heart and renew in me a right spirit. We used to begin to, to confess our faults. Lord, Forgive me, clean me up of pride, clean me up of anger, clean me up of distemper, anything that's not like you. You know, um, some things we knew, 
and we just said anything that's not like you, but whatever it is, we begin to we have to put that on the altar and stop making excuses, okay? We have to say, God, clean me up. Lord, help me. Deliver me. Lord, give me the, 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 the spirit, whatever I need to get myself right. Give it to me, Lord, as we move into 2018. Because God desires for us to get to know him. He desires for us, excuse me, to have a relationship with him. But we can't do that. We can't have a relationship with the Father without going through the Son, and that Son is Jesus Christ. So that is it for me tonight. Amen, saints. Again, um, when you talk about foundation, which is the underlying basis for anything, and the underlying basis to get to God is through Jesus Christ. We don't want to be a thief or a robber or try to ease our way in. We want to come through the door. We want to do it the way God would have us to do it. We don't want to backbite. We don't want to waste our time. We don't want to find fault. We want to be all that God would have us to be. And the only way to do that is to come to Jesus Christ, to be honest with ourselves, and to ask him to show us us so that we can get rid of anything that would be displeasing to him. You know, because we want to be pleasing to him. We don't want to walk around with things in our hearts and in our spirits that's not pleasing to the Father. And we want to to do that as we move into 2018. Again, this has been Personal Touch International Ministries. You can find out more about us by logging on to our website at personaltouchinternationalministries.org where our pastor's pastor, Tracy Robinson, and again, Go onto our website. You can see some of our old Bible studies. You get an opportunity to donate to the ministry. And you can also email our apostle there if you have any questions, comments, or prayer requests. So, again, saints, I thank you for joining us. Um, this we, we come every Wednesday at 8 o'clock. Um, and God bless you, and good night. We have almost here, 30 minutes. 29 minutes. 29 minutes. Two
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.